0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the heart of a perfectionist podcast it's already the beginning of december which is crazy it's the last month of 2021 we're going to be moving into 2022 in just a few weeks that is so crazy but i'm so excited Um, to start a new year and to just close off this year really strong so I hope you guys are all kind of in that same headspace and I hope you really enjoy the last month of the year and all the holidays that are coming up and you can just spend time with friends and family through this time. Um, This week we'll be talking about seasonal affective disorder which is also known as SAD or SAD Um, and I just thought you know with winter coming up and the day's getting shorter in terms of there being less sunlight during the day, um, also it getting colder and depending on where you are, possibly having snow. I thought that this would be a really important topic to discuss um, just because I know that A lot of people do talk about getting low moods during the winter and then they don't ever really address it beyond that. And I want to make sure that we talk about it because, you know, I think seasonal affective disorder is a lot more serious than people make it out to seem. Um, So what is seasonal affective disorder? And I think it's really important to start by saying that seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that is often impacted by changes in the seasons that you experience. Um, And it will usually begin begin and end at the same time every year for the specific person. Um, And it will change from person to person, but usually for one person, it will begin and end at the same time every year. Um, For most people, symptoms usually start in the fall and they'll continue through winter, and this is known as a winter seasonal affective disorder um, or winter depression. Um, For a less common amount of people, uh, symptoms will actually start and occur during the spring and summer seasons, um, which is known as um, summer seasonal affective disorder or summer depression. Um, and people probably think it's kind of crazy to think that people can get depression during the spring and summer months because most of the time everybody really enjoys those months and is really happy for them but there are um, still a lot of people out there who do experience that and um, it is important to also discuss that but for most people it's going to be during fall and winter Um, I don't personally have seasonal affective disorder, but I do feel like I enjoy fall and winter significantly more than I do the summer, and um, I feel like I'm a little happier during the times that I don't get specifically depressed during the spring and summer months, but I can slightly relate to that, so um, I think it is important to still talk about it. Um, I think the key point, though, to talking about seasonal affective disorder is to emphasize the fact that it is a type of depression. And it should be treated as such. It should be treated as a depression because it is a type of depression. Um, so it should not just be brushed off every year as, oh, I just I just get kind of sad and um, depressed during this time. I feel low. And that's kind of, it's just that. It doesn't matter beyond that. I believe that it is a depression. And so it, uh, it's important to seek help and be proactive in being able to manage your mental health during this time and your emotional state. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the symptoms of seasonal affective disorder. Um Usually, the symptoms will start pretty mild in the beginning um, of whatever season it is you experience seasonal affective disorder, and then become increasingly more severe as the season progresses. Um, and um, first, I'll discuss common symptoms for both the winter and summer depression, um, and these are very similar to typical Um, depression symptoms, and so I'm not going to go into too much detail about them because I have talked about them before. Um, So, these include feeling depressed most days, um, a loss of interest in the activities you usually enjoy, having low energy, having sleeping problems, um, having changes in your appetite and or your weight, um, having difficulty concentrating, and feeling hopeless worthless or guilty and then also having thoughts of death or suicide um, and I think it's important to note that these symptoms are become symptoms when they've increased from your normal um, because if they don't necessarily increase then that's kind of your normal or you should discuss having a conversation with a medical f- professional about you having just a general um depression disorder um but yes yeah, so like if you normally have sleeping problems like you're not able to sleep um year-round and you're like oh I have sleeping problems right now well then I wouldn't necessarily put it in this category because that's something you just generally have problem with in general and that should be looked in to um in a different way and shouldn't be looked at for seasonal affective disorder but if you are having these changes during a specific season then that is when you want to focus on having potentially having seasonal affective disorder um so those are kind of just the general symptoms that um, people who do have seasonal affective disorder um, can experience and i don't mean that you will experience all of them Um, You may experience a few of them, or you may experience a lot of them. It just depends on the person, but I believe you have to experience at least three to five of these symptoms. Um, Don't quote me on that, but I would definitely do research on that. Um, And so going into kind of more specific symptoms for fall and winter seasonal affective disorder, So people who experience seasonal affective disorder during the fall and winter months are going to have sleeping problems that are related to oversleeping. So you're going to sleep more than you usually do um, and you might even continue to feel tired despite you oversleeping. you're gonna have an increase in your appetite, especially um, having cravings for foods that are high in carbohydrates, and you might have weight gain, um, and again, you'll feel tired um, or you have decreasing your energy state. Um, compared to symptoms specific to seasonal affective disorder that is um, during the spring and summer months, um, People who have Seasonal Affective Disorder during these months are going to experience sleeping problems that are related to insomnia, um, having difficulty sleeping through the night or falling asleep or staying asleep, Um, and then they have a decrease in their appetite and potentially even have weight loss, and they're going to have a change in their energy state where they become more agitated or more anxious. Um, So those are some of the symptoms and if you relate to any of these during a specific season of the year, then I would highly encourage you talking to a doctor or someone about seasonal affective disorder because, again, it is a depression and you should take action upon it so that you don't have to feel depressed during these times because there are things that you can do. Um, to be proactive about it. So, what can you do? So, like I just said, seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression. And I'm going to keep saying that because it is so important to recognize it. Depression's not in the name of the diagnosis, but it is a type of depression. And it is so, so, so important to seek treatment. Um, and there are actually some things specific for um, seasonal affective disorder. So if you have seasonal affective disorder that has the fall winter onset, there's actually a type of therapy called light therapy that um, utilizes um, light to kind of help decrease the symptoms that you have that are related to your seasonal affective disorder. And um, this is because research has shown that changes in the sunlight and the amount of like natural light you get in a day since it decreases during the fall and winter months that that may have a, a cause to the onset of seasonal affective disorder during those months. Um, it's not impactful for people who have seasonal affective disorder during the spring and summer months because you're actually getting more light than you do during the fall and winter so increasing the amount of light isn't going to help in that case but for fall and winter seasonal affective disorder it has shown to help for some people there's also the option of taking medication um and that includes antidepressants and taking antidepressants um, prior to your symptoms even starting so that you can kind of be proactive about that and potentially just eliminate you experiencing any of those symptoms um, or anything. Uh, But I wanna make sure that I note that for both of those that I just mentioned, both light therapy and any type of medication, that you always, always, always talk to a medical professional before starting any of those because I am in no way a medical professional, Um, not yet anyways. And so you should always, always get the opinion of a medical professional. so that you are making the best choices for yourself that are safe and going to help better your day-to-day life. Um, The third option is talk therapy. And I think talk therapy is such a good resource in general, um, but definitely being able to discuss um, your feelings and your emotions and um, how you're impacted every day and finding ways to Um, kind of change your habits that may help you feel better or decrease your symptoms um, is really helpful. So, um, you know, going to therapy, seeking out someone who is licensed and able to provide good feedback and um, advice to you is also very helpful. Um, Also meditation, Um, meditation is good for depression in general, Um, just being able to kind of focus and center yourself and connecting your mind and your body um, is a really great way of grounding yourself and balancing yourself um, and helping your mental health. Uh, And then the last thing I have on here is building a support system and I think this is something everyone should do no matter if you are experiencing a mental health disorder, illness, or if you're in a great mental health state. I think you should always have a support system. People who are there to push you and cheer you on as you go to accomplish your goals. Um, And then people who are just there to listen to you and you just want to rant about something or if you need to talk about something... Um, or getting other people's perspective. I think it's such a great thing and always building a support system with people that you trust and care about and also them trusting and caring about you and being able to um, be kind of impartial, but then also making sure that they can be an emotional support for you as well. Um, so that's what I have to say today about seasonal affective disorder. Um, and thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the heart of a perfectionist podcast if you enjoyed this episode or if you learned anything new please go share it with a friend and as always have a good weekend and i look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the heart of a perfectionist podcast